0: It's BudPod64, 64-bit
1: BudPod. 64 old monkey paw. The monkey paw twitches, and so Pierre and I log on for another week of glorious,
0: top-quality chant. How are you doing? <laughs> yes. I'm all right. Uh, my monkey's poor wish was that I would uh, get really into overly elaborate recipes, and now look where we are. <laughs> yes, my, my
1: monkey paw wish... Um, was to have more time to myself, <laughs> and 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 not work so hard. Yes. Um, yeah.
0: Oh, I also made another monkey's poor wish that there would be a coronavirus pandemic.
1: Oh, okay. That might be the that might be the the culprit then.
0: That, that, uh, what that a strange paw, wish. That monkey's paw always finds a way to make it come back on you in a bad way, doesn't it?
1: Of course, there's a theory that coronavirus actually began when the virus made its transmission from uh, a monkey paw to humans for the first time. So you might have you might have caused this in more ways than one.
0: Yeah, well, that's, this is the monkey. the The monkey I got the paw from was eating a bat sandwich when I attacked it. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes uh, sense, actually, if you look at the science.
1: Yes. Um. This the story of the coronavirus. I've just realised is sort of the 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 opposite of a Christmas Carol, where <laughs> I having three, wanted three, to work three miles. The old men
0: visit a really rich ghost. No, it's
1: more more that I have learned the lesson of my laziness, and now will learn to appreciate work more, uh, and. Uh. Leisure time and
0: relationships with friends less. <laughs> so from your point of view, you think that the coronavirus pandemic has been like, uh, oh, you like not working and hanging out with your friends, eh? Well, what if we make you smoke the whole pack?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in this case, hanging out with your friends, albeit on, on Zoom, but of, which I still am already tired of. Yeah. Like I actually talk to my friends now more than I did before the pandemic, probably. Oh, way more,
0: way more. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've got friends who like, like old friends who I like, but the, the the arrangement for a long time has been that we see each other two or three times a year, maybe like at most. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like week weekly stuff going on. And it's like we weren't weekly when we were, were not in the apocalypse.
1: Yeah, yeah. And my um, I, I think is the worst part about this pandemic actually. <laughs> is um how up-to-date I am with my my friends from school's lives.
0: Yes, it's too up-to-date, especially, like, it, it, it would be better to, 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 to be this level of up-to-date if it was during a period of great action and change. But the irony <clears throat> is that we're extremely up-to-date when we know that none of us are doing anything.
1: Yes of course it's this it's it's a self fulfilling curse isn't it the only it's like a, a twilight zone episode the only time you the, the only situation in which you finally have time to ke- keep up with
0: everybody is when no one's doing anything yes yes exactly like uh yeah the the there, there's no news and the only tv channel is 24 hour news yeah <laughs> yeah it's endless it's it's so yeah that's well that's how i am uh how are you i am uh okay
1: this the lockdown is very much like a marathon and you have second and third winds (laughs) and i think i've just received another wind i've lost track of the winds at this point but i have received a, a recent wind
0: um which is good that's good but what how did but, you identify this new wind in yourself what were the symptoms um the whirring of my
1: fridge has caused me to grind my teeth ever so slightly less
0: <laughs> oh my god yeah it's 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 um it's very much like everyone's getting so into where they live that it's all every day is like a telltale heart mm it was the whirring of his hideous fridge. <laughs>
1: um, you, uh, you, Pierre, you currently uh, have a hay fever, which means you're really getting into hay.
0: Yes. I, You've been getting into the hay craze. <laughs> there's just hay so fever, many varieties. guys. Everyone's got it. You know what, Phil? <laughs> I think at this point I would search through a stack of needles for a single piece of hay. <laughs> i uh and um, that must that must be fun to to
1: be locked inside but um have a nose that thinks it's
0: outside yes well to, to be locked inside and to be so warm that you're forced to open all the windows and let in all the the the, the, <laughs> the, the jizz that your body thinks is poison
1: <laughs> uh, yeah um, it's like
0: a greek myth yeah and i've I've got to the point of lockdown where i think I think i'm I've just run out of wind i think i'm I'm hoping that today and tomorrow constitute a new wind um I've reached the point where I'm like peering out of my flat balcony window like on my block of flats I live in, and there's a little patch of green grass that I can see right now and and as now that the lockdown is essentially unofficially over and everyone's doing whatever the fuck they want. Um, I, I've but I've become like the guy who I I never see anyone litter, but litter has started to appear, and I look at the litter and I try, I, I angrily I try and imagine who who did it.
1: Do you not get a sense of 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 humanity returning though? I do you not shed a tear for? a pack of Walker's crisps and just think, oh, we're back.
0: It's all still here.
1: It's all still here.
0: <laughs> Pointing at all the used condoms and shopping bags. And you were there? And you were there? <laughs> that is the most terrible dream. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, that kind of, but the trouble is that like, I think that this is people overcompensating. Like they weren't picnicking this much when it was allowed. I think it's like, um, that Italian mayor who released that video shouting at everyone in his village for jogging all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. And walking the dogs. Yeah. It was like, you guys never fucking walked this much before. Why is it just now that you can't do it? It's it's walk (laughs) o'clock. That's exactly it with picnicking. I think. (laughs) Um, And I was, Um, I I was pleased that like the pic, like the the litter was bad, but I thought, Oh, it's sometimes it's just like kids and kids have started drawing like chalk um hopscotch things on pavement squares and stuff and it's all very that's all very wholesome like, oh okay and then yesterday phil i saw a, a piece of child litter and that ruined it
1: child litter like a light-up sneaker just flashing alone <laughs> in the dark what, what's
0: what's child litter it was it was a big turquoise birthday balloon deflated uh semi-deflated like a ball bag Ah yes 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 yes, that is sad, isn't it? Yeah, and it was it was dead on the lawn outside, and I thought y- even the children have succumbed to sin.
1: God, that sounds like a fucking piece of Banksy art. <laughs> That's kind of thing simpletons would struck their chins at. Yes, Phil.
0: Sounds a lot like <laughs> trying to imply that I'm Banksy there. do you you think that banksy's visuals have become so hack that now he doesn't want to own up because it would be like embarrassing well he had to do that fucking um uh
1: painting stunt do you remember that with the shredder yeah which was good that was a good little bit of work there but it was he it was of it reeked of someone who realized how uncool he was becoming he was like an old rocker who had to go electric, you know. I mean, not an old yeah. rocker, but it was like Bob Dylan trying to go electric or whatever. And, but in this case, it sort of worked.
0: Yeah, I think it worked because it was, it was such a fuck you. And what was funny about it was that everyone involved in the fuck you had to endorse it immediately or they would lose all their money. <laughs> well, what was funny about it was
1: that the... Because uh, I, I know someone who sort of works in the auctioning um, uh, sector and uh, the the minute... So it was bought then the moment it was bought the shredder started yeah. and shredded the piece about three quarters of the way and the moment that happened the piece increased in value by about five times <laughs>
0: yeah, yes and it was all so far on film. from
1: <laughs> so I mean, far from sort of sticking it to the man uh, he he just created a wonderful investment
0: opportunity for for a very lucky buyer in Russia probably do you think that um trying to Screw over and prank people of that type in the art world with that type of art is like—it's—it's it's like trying to be so rude that even the Mormons go away from your front door. Like with each attempt uh, at repelling them, you just—they just forgive you and try again. You know.
1: Right. Okay. Yes. 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 I mean, yeah. I think sort of The art and culture world are very good at that. It—it's. It, it's very difficult to spurn a sector of society who, who sort of can, who sort of want to be spurned, or can find some merit and value in being spurned.
0: Yeah, they like of art,
1: poetry, and music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they like to be beat.
0: Yeah, the more you punch them, the more they think you're brilliant, and will keep coming to your punching festivals. <laughs> oh i can't wait for punching festivals to come back pierre oh man i can't believe they had to cancel punch fest 2020 yeah so sad i just bought my my boxing gloves (laughs) speech was gonna headline as well that was the thing (laughs) and he never comes to the uk he hates it he says we punch wrong Uh, i don't know what he means by that
1: well in keeping with our very up-to-date satire um, Pierre, I'm, I'm sure you, uh, you've you been um, as excited by this week's uh, political developments and that we can finally
0: <laughs> revisit car showrooms. Oh, it's about time. The car showrooms are back, baby. You can yes. do one in Durham to test if your
1: eyes work.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, listener Pierre and I have already actually um, arranged to meet up uh, together at local... Uh, Toyota dealership and um, you know just a Sherry Aris for an <laughs> afternoon. Can't wait.
0: <laughs> Having them delivered just hasn't been the same. That's the thing, isn't it? Is that so much of you, the first taste of food, f- of food is with the eyes, you know? Mm. And it's the same with cars. If you don't see them unaccountably parked inside an enormous gym, um, yes, with glass walls, it's not this It's just you know.
1: And also seeing that the value of a new car is wiped off the second is driven off the forecourt, you know uh, I I I don't miss that experience. Yeah, I mean if only I they don't drove... someone else to drive the value off for me.
0: Yeah. I mean if only they drove the cars through a big shredder. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the only way to increase the value. <laughs> Are you uh, are you enjoying the fact that you can go pretty soon you'll be able to go to car showrooms and primark but your mum can't visit your house?
1: Yeah. Um th- yeah, unless um my mother and I start uh, sharing some same taste in clothes, yes, we're no. unlikely to uh,
0: to see one another again. I I like to think that the reason Boris Johnson is so keen to allow everything except families seeing each other to happen is just because of how many secret families he has (laughs) and like ex-wives and random kids and whatever the hell else he's got. And he's like, no, 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 for very, for very important reasons that is illegal still.
1: Well, I mean talking about wishing on a monkey's paw He's Boris Johnson must really be starting to regret wishing for an excuse not to see his children.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and yeah, and and how 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 are, how are you reacting to to Dominic Cummings's uh, uh, insane reasoning? Why what's he done? Well, well, you've been. D- d-
1: I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I've been working on my my voice acting. That's good. Um, thanks, man. How do I? I I don't. Know. Well, I at first I was like, eh, yeah, whatever. And then I until I noticed that <laughs> it wasn't now. It was literally when the most people <laughs> were dying in hospital. Yes and also they were sick. That, that 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 It took me a couple of hours to realize those details.
0: Yes, yeah, um, and like they were sick, and then they said, oh, no, maybe my wife was sick, and no, then I was sick, and then in the end, neither of us were sick, and you go, well, what, what's going on then? Oh, but then I was so sick, my eyes stopped working, so I had to drive to a castle. Yeah. It's like trying to figure yeah. out what happened in a playground incident from a five-year-old. Right, yes, exactly. That's exactly
1: what it's like. It's like
0: <laughs> rambling with all these weird details, like logic that doesn't quite hold. It's
1: it's such a peculiar notion that this is likely to be the political um fu- um f- 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 of the year. And it's about yeah. someone driving up the M1. What a time to be alive.
0: Yeah, and, and also just like, yeah, and just the fact that it's like the, the, the guy who's supposedly the, in, the genius architect of making us all follow the rules, blah, blah, blah. I mean, sexy fuck scientist was one thing, but this is a whole different escalation.
1: Do you think, do you, yeah, I mean, the horny scientist is like just like, he just made science cool.
0: That's all that <laughs> happened. The Horny Scientist uh, I mean, do you is my favourite uh, tarot card. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 oh no. What is it? You've got The Horny Scientist. Well, th- that's good, isn't it? <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> Not <laughs> um, when it's paired with Barnard Castle. What, why Why do you think this is so much of a more of a story than The Horny Scientist? Is it just because The Horny Scientist instantly resigned? Do you recognize it?
0: Yeah, I think it's because he instantly resigned and because um, it was just both of their houses in London. Right. And right. And they weren't actually sick at the time. And they weren't sick. It was just their houses and it was for jizzing purposes on both their parts. So people are <laughs> happier with that generally. Yeah. Whereas if your story is, I was sick but no, it was my wife that was sick. We were both sick, except that we weren't. So we drove to Durham because we, no one, except all the people who were related to in London, could help us. But they didn't help us in Durham in the end. So we stayed, but only for a bit. And then I drove to a castle for for my eyes. Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, this was the other thing I ended up one thinking is doesn't does does
1: number ten not have some kind of childcare provision? I mean. He's the, he's probably the most influential man in the country.
0: Yeah, and and also like he's from Durham, the guy himself. But his wife is from London, and they have loads of relatives in London. And also, they are rich. So, right. But then I also find it hard to believe that he would drive all that way just to be in a nice field for a bit. Or is that literally it? I think. Well, he's 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 from there, remember, and he's very like yeah. pro pro-Durham and pro... Like, like it's. It, I think it's a classic case of like, uh, ooh, let, 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 let's just try to get out of London for a bit. I think that's what it is. Do you reckon? Do you reckon he really was as prosaic as that? Yeah, I think that he's one of those people, like, his entire life has been spent saying that he's like a special genius that can see the future and everyone else is an idiot worm. Um, or, <laughs> or member of the blob. Um, right, yeah. And he writes I mean, like... Long rambling blogs about what a genius he is and how only he can see the spider web that connects the world events like he's a lunatic i mean it's it's almost as if you shouldn't
1: employ fucking edge lords in the highest <laughs> office in the land, you know because <laughs> he's a, he's a reddit edge lord fundamentally
0: yeah yeah and it's and, not fair. and and the government's
1: surprised that he he's he's proved to be a little more trouble than he's worth.
0: Yeah, and it's not fair, because in the olden days, you would at least, if the if the leader of the country had an insane advisor, it would at least be someone as cool as, like, Rasputin. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be this little turtle man who's addicted to driving to Durham. If, if Dominic Cummings had any respect, he would survive several poisoning attempts and a load of gunfire before being thrown into a frozen river. That
1: he then tried to claw his way out of. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yes, yes.
1: Hello, it's me, Chung Fu, and I'm delighted to announce the reopening of Chung Fu's car showroom. That's right, I bet you didn't even know that I, Chung Fu, had a car showroom. Well, I didn't, and now I'm reopening it because lockdown is over for cars. But I'll tell you what isn't it over, great deals on cars! So come on down to Chong Fu's car showroom. We're in the middle of a roundabout. That's right, the actual middle bit of a roundabout. There's no underground access from a safe uh, location. You just have to get to the middle of a gigantic roundabout. Maybe park your car in a field and then run along the uh, perimeter of the, the sort of circumference of the roundabout, dodging the cars to get to us like some sort of parisian monument chong car showroom come check out the cars look at the cars drive the cars take a car you don't have to pay for now but the debt will be settled one way or another chong car showroom come socialize chant around the cars buy a coffee put the coffee on a car put it on the roof Hang about. Talk to the staff. There's only one staff member. It's me, Chong Fu, and I'm pretty busy. Chong Fu's car
0: showroom. Remember, you'll pay. If you broke lockdown to go fuck the queen, would that make you a patriot or a traitor? (laughs) (laughs) Are
1: are you showing symptoms at the time? Well, maybe Um, you go to have sex with the queen to make her... Because you're so confident in her power as our monarch that she would overcome the disease and then become immune. Yes. Maybe that could be spun as a patriotic action.
0: Yes. Uh, or Yeah, or if the queen was, if the Queen was demanding it and you were like, well, I can't refuse. She is the government. Right, yeah. She's the head of state. How can I say no? I got a little scroll with a wax seal. Yes. Fuck one, she says. Fuck one.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come here and fuck one. A, a booty bugle. <laughs> <laughs> a Booty summons.
1: <laughs> um, Do you, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to vote for Dominic Cummings after this.
0: No, I don't think I will Anymore. either, or the
1: Queen. Or the Queen.
0: Yeah. No. I um I was saying to someone the other day do you think the queen is like completely not bothered by this this is my theory is that she's not bothered by it because when you're a monarch your mindset is inherently like the mindset of a of a monarch and it's a, sort of inherently medieval so when like your government advisor comes to you and says oh uh, your majesty the the peasants they have a a terrible plague you are just like oh yeah yeah Mm. because that's what peasants do they got plagues all the time they can't keep track of these little guys that is
1: true but is is it going to affect even her right i'm sure there's social distancing in place at the palace now even
0: oh like it's not that it's not those guards those guards have stood far apart for years (laughs) yes they they march away from each other for god's sake um (laughs) like obviously it's going to affect her but what i mean is then like we're all like what some kind of disease a disease we can't control what oh, no, modern science whereas the queen would just be like right yeah so i'm going to stay in my palace like i would do anyway but especially now because the peasants have another plague that's right i'm going to that's move right. to a countryside palace which is what all of my ancestors did during all the other plagues and i've read about it oh really where where, where have they gone Oh, in the in the during the Black Death and stuff, all the richest people and all the monarchs and stuff—they would all leave London. They would all leave the city. Mm. They wouldn't be like, "Well, I'm going to stay here where the stench of corpses is completely overpowering, and the rats <laughs> and dogs run wild in the streets, and mobs burn things down." No, no, they all leave to the countryside and isolate themselves. Like that's—they've always known that that's better than going and licking the butcher's face or whatever. Um, they, that's They didn't need medical science to tell them that. I just think that she's inherently like, oh, my great-great-great-great-grand-uncle uh, also had to isolate himself from dirty peasants, so I guess we'll just follow the household plan.
1: Yeah. Yeah, probably. Unless, Unless they if... already have a vaccine. <gasps> they probably already have a vaccine. Phil David Icke Wang. They tested them on lizards, and the lizards all survived, so...
0: Th- uh, they they work, so they have got vaccines now. The royal family are the bats. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that would be interesting to just try and uh, convince uh, convince people that um, David Icke only wants you to believe the royal family are secretly lizards to distract from the fact that he's secretly a fly. Mm. Or like a rival species of some kind
1: right i mean that's a that's a
0: confusing conspiracy theory even for david ike but that's how it would beat him you know it would get it would it's it's always about you got to add a layer yeah yeah okay that was his that was his genius he took the whole illuminati thing and he went you know what i'm adding lizards onto the top of this cake I've always wondered
1: about people who are that crazy. I always like to picture them just waking up in the morning and getting dressed and having a shower. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or just going to the shops, because they still have to eat. It's like, hmm, 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 The royal family are actually lizards. Ooh, 30% off tortellini,
0: you know. Yeah, like, yeah, are they crazy in their spare time? That's a good question. Yeah, exactly. Do they take a day Like
1: crazy, crazy street preachers. They're always very well-dressed, and I love th- imagine thinking about them putting their tie on in the morning looking in the mirror. Just, <laughs> the door, he's coming back. Whoop, bup, bup. We'll all be dead. <laughs> du- Z- ooh, a bit tight today. I'll read- redo that one. We'll all be judged. Sinners <groans> will go
0: to hell. And like uh, on, the, on the train in to start screaming at people in Leicester Square in central London, they're just on the train doing like vocal warm-ups like <clears throat> ha. <laughs> Ah, oh, you're going to hell. Oh, going to hell. I
1: wonder what they've been doing in lockdown. Yeah. Who have they been preaching to?
0: How do they keep a Zoom?
1: Have they, been doing, have they been doing
0: Zoom calls to just random people? <laughs> that anytime there's an open Zoom meeting, they're just there going, like, well, I've got to go where the people are. And this planning committee meeting is wide open. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Maybe just tweets, just spamming tweets at people. Um, have you watched anything good recently? Um, I have, have been entirely consumed uh, by Warzone. I, I re-watched a couple uh, of classic episodes of Arrested Development, but I have just become, I'm, I think now I'm more familiar with the city of Verdansk than I am with my own hometown. Where is Verdansk? Verdansk is the is the fictional city in which Warzone takes place. Oh,
1: I'm going to sound real to me. I could have turned Verdansk as a
0: real place. Well, it's it's the... it's all in it's all in one city. Yeah, it's like it's like um, a GTA map that gradually shrinks. Oh. So there's like an airport okay. and some hills and uh, suburbs. And the map is always the map is always the same. Yeah, always the same. Yeah, but the the where the circle shrinks to is not always the same yeah okay 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 but it's massive it's like uh i think it's two or three square kilometers maybe more
1: that's pretty good and you can go inside buildings and stuff
0: actually no what am i saying that would be two t- it would be like eight or ten square kilometers i'm not doing math oh yeah you can go inside buildings smash windows all, all kinds of mad shit there's cars you can drive around buggies that's uh, pretty neat yeah, it's very addictive. And it's very, it's sort of, it's addictive because it's sort of sociable. So I've been playing it like with people and like old school friends and things. So it's its useful because you don't have to just sit and go, oh, do you still have hair? And they go, yeah, do you? And you go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot more engaging sure. because you and your old school friends are are instead discussing the the precise way to breach and clear a particular building with grenades. And that's, you know, that's a, that's a conversation starter. Just like in the old days, yeah. just like at school, just like at school, exactly. And um, I do have to say, one of the funniest things that they've done on Call of Duty now is um, so. From I mean, I'm I'm not on a PlayStation or whatever, but on, on, from my understanding, basically everyone who buys the game, it comes with a little headset thing, right? So like pretty much everyone's mic'd up, um, and the mic picks you up when you speak like you don't have to press a talk button it just it it just broadcasts when it senses sound coming out of your mouth um and when you kill someone you get like a one or two second burst of their microphone oh wow so well just you just you 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 specifically just you yeah if you're the one who killed them yeah
1: so it's what sort like, of things do people say.
0: <laughs> sometimes it's just screaming. Um very accurate, very it's realistic. It's really funny. But sometimes yeah, you'll kill someone and like you'll shoot their character to death and there'll be like an eleven year old and you'll just hear an eleven year old going Ah <laughs> And sometimes you just That's hear great. like a burst of really like angry Russian swearing. <laughs> and what do you play more, it on? huh um i'm on pc but my flatmate's on his ps4 so but it's it's all compatible you play with each other wow that's crackers yeah Yeah, it's nuts so yeah you just snipe someone and then you just hear like it's all the more funny for how suddenly it cuts off you just hear someone go oh (laughs) yeah, it's like suddenly screamed at by a russian man and then he's gone he's deleted what sort of thing do you say when you're killed um. Well, I'm on PC, so it won't pick it up automatically. But well I, well done, I get... just like that. Just a... <laughs> Congratulations. Well tell, played. Tell my pappy to take care of the farm. Um. <laughs> That'd be really I funny mostly...
1: if you if you manage to do to say something sort of very earnest and realistic every time you got killed, if you can remember to.
0: Yes. Or or really sarcastic, so they kill me and they just get a burst of.
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that would be quite funny yeah just, oh oh nice gun yeah good one yeah thanks yeah thanks just really passive aggressive oh, cheers. really enjoyed that thanks a lot yeah lovely <laughs> i think mostly what i end up saying is oh, oh just generally like, <laughs> oh. yeah that's very that's very much you yeah just, just oh come on what what sort of class or character are you are you um, an it's orc ca- <laughs> it's called a duty style so you just pick your pick your type of weapon and uh and go nuts assault rifles submachine gun sniper that kind of thing what 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 do you favor uh you gotta have uh, an assault rifle and you might have a sniper rifle as a backup because the map's so big you can get shot If it's someone good, you can get shot from like 600 meters away or whatever, if they're really good. Mm. So um, that is extremely annoying when it happens to you and extremely funny when you do it to other people. Like a lot of bullying. (laughs) (laughs) Man, that does sound tempting, but um, I'm going to uh, resist. You've uh, you've never been much of a first-person shooter boy, though. Not
1: really. I, I I like it for sort of story-based things, because they're more immersive. So like an Elder Scrolls game or um, Half-Life. But yeah, multiplayer, eh, not really. I, yeah, I just don't find it all that fun. I find it stressful and scary <laughs> and r- relentless.
0: Yes, but I have I've enjoyed them in the past. currently, I, I'm not not really. I still I still remember being amazed at your uh, incredible force of will when you bought and downloaded, um, Battlefield One, played through the campaign, and then deleted it. <laughs> it's not very good either. No, campaign. well, the ca- it was the campaign was the weakest element of it, but that that was that was as amazing to me as when an alcoholic sees someone pour a half finished beer that's got a bit too warm down the sink. <laughs> well, because I don't actually ha- I don't have
1: the uh, subscription to PlayStation Online, so I don't think I actually can um, uh-huh. play online unless I start unless I, think I got a another rolling direct debit, and I have enough direct debits.
0: Yes. Yes, donkey sanctuaries. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. mm-hmm. So uh, many of those. How are you coping? Uh, we're both from hot countries and we don't like it being hot. Well, how are you coping with the heat? Uh,
1: it's I, not I, got I, too bad, I find. But th- this is how lazy I am. In, even in the summer, I'm too lazy to take the duvet out of the duvet cover. So I just I just lie under the full duvet. no yeah i just I just try and fix the elements around me so I open the window, turn on the fan, and just hope it's cool enough to be under a full
0: duvet. Do you not just wake up like the crypt keeper just removed of all moisture <laughs> sometimes <laughs> oh God, why don't you- t- even i mean i'm a I'm a lazy old boy, but even I've managed to take the duvet out for for sheer hydration purposes, otherwise I would just wake up like like a raisin like a tolerable raisin boy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i will i think it's just finding a place to fucking put it
0: the do take up a lot of
1: space
0: yes that's true i've i've had i'm lucky enough to have a place to to shove mine but are you not like so dehydrated in the mornings after that that when you do a pee it's just like a solid pencil of just yellow like it's, <laughs> it's not even a liquid anymore it's just like a little it's like the it's like the inanimate carbon rod from the simpsons <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's, it's pretty
1: dark stuff <laughs> but i don't mind i don't mind so far um yeah it's been okay i think i'm getting a little i think i don't mind the heat so much anymore it's quite nice to wear shorts in the house that's what i've been doing yes i
0: love a um, short i've been a shorts boy for yeah. weeks now and i I'm, I'm worried about when i have to put jeans back on again how trapped and clammy i'll feel I don't think I'll fit yeah. my jeans very well. I think I've been reckless.
1: Yeah, I I try not to catch myself in the mirror when I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt because I look like I should be on a boat with the kind of clothes <laughs> I have. I, I look like uh, I, one of the more. I look like an annoying character from Succession when I wear shorts ah. and a t-shirt. I don't know why. I don't know how I managed to look so preppy.
0: I, I, yeah, I, it depends on the shorts I'm wearing. I think I, I think my, my clothing today meant that someone yelled something at me from a van. Someone yelled something to you from a van? Yeah, well, they didn't yell at, but they did like definitely address me directly and ask a sort of from, from that. I I, I couldn't quite make out what they said because they had some sort of accent and there was a lot of traffic noise going on. But they definitely addressed me right. directly and asked a sort of a humorous question. You know, like a kind of banterous inquiry.
1: Right. All right. Like, uh, hey, do you know any good leg shops around here? It you- seems like you do. <laughs> seeing as how you've got your legs on display there.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was exactly that kind of tone of uh, humor genius. Um, I I just, I wish. What's I knew the what matter, it- Hart? He's like in a full parka. <laughs> what's wrong you're warm <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> hey cool hey cool guy are you feeling cool temperature wise i mean <laughs> yeah it was that kind of classic bent but I, I just i wish i could have made it out because i thought before i left the house oh i've i've made a weird combo here because i've got like black shorts on like like you know like athletic slash casual wear shorts okay like the kind of shorts that you could also wear while jogging on a treadmill um, yep 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 and just and that, but also but here's the thing, Phil, and a black t-shirt, so i'm an all I'm an all black boy in, in brown sandals.
1: Okay, so you're absorbing a lot of radiation up top and then dispersing the heat through your head and shins. yeah, I guess so, and I thought I, I
0: looked like a beach referee
1: Right, okay, 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 or um you you, look, you warm... look like you could be sat sat on a very
0: high chair on a beach. Yeah, or like a very warm mourner. <laughs> <laughs> a w- a woman, right, yeah, okay, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You and look like just, a
0: heavy metal fan at um, a, f- a friend's funeral. Yes, or like a heavy metal fan who has to nevertheless admit that he does live in Hawaii. Sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. Where where? The, that's why I wanted to know what the guy said because I I was interested to see. Aside from being a bit like, oh, don't, you know, yell things at me from a van, I also wanted to know, like, oh, has he picked up on something I thought before I left the house? You're such an odd, but you're such an
1: odd target for van shouting. Yeah. I think... You you, you don't look like someone who would
0: be fun... Who it would be fun to harass, really? <laughs> but I, I maybe, maybe it was not. Maybe I, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong about the whole looking like a referee thing or a, a funeral man. Maybe it's just like I've got quite a big beard at the moment, and maybe that was enough of like, hey, nice beard or whatever. Because there's a certain type of person for whom even having right. a beard is is enough of an, an an unacceptable eccentricity that you must be cut down. Hmm. The man. The man didn't come across as though he was particularly tolerant of, of of differences in appearance, in in in, in life. Right. Okay. Um. So he was like a
1: a, sh- a shaved, face activist or something.
0: Yeah. Well, did he work, he, did he work for Gillette? <laughs> 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 it's the new uh, very direct marketing campaign. <laughs> It's called bully away the beard, (laughs) and they're just trying to see if maybe with bullying, harnessing the power of bullying for the razor community. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I wonder. Yeah, but like it was the guys were driving this van, and they seemed like kind of, um, I would say their vibe. The best way I can explain it to you is someone who also knows like audience vibes. They were like a kind of. Young but not that young, like late 20s, early 30s sort of Essex guy on a night out appearance. Okay, and when you say they had an accent, it was like an Essex accent? Well, no, that's just how they looked. They just, their accent, whatever it was, like, you know sometimes you get like a regional So close-fitting button-up shirts? Yes, 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 polo shirts, both of them. Pink and light green. Oh, polo shirts. Yep, yep, yep. So but some so Fred up. Perry going up, going on. yeah. It was, but like, it's one of those accents where you go, well, either you're just really Essex, or I don't know, you're fucking Dutch? I haven't got a clue. <laughs> when it's just like a burst of kind of semi-slurred speech, you're like, what? what?
1: Yeah, when the part of England you're from is so far southeast, you are in Holland. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're actually just a Dutch fisherman who got lost. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went. You, your you, and your boat full of muscles have been accepted into the Brain Tree Essex community. <laughs> mm. But, um, but yes, mm-hmm. it's it, it's a it's a rare pleasure for me, Phil, to be yelled at from a van. It, I would say it happens. Uh, I don't know, once a year, maybe. Really, it doesn't. Never happen. I don't,
1: I don't think I've ever received something from a van. That wasn't a
0: delivery. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't think so. You never had a, a drive a drive by yelling? I've had a drive by
1: laughing from a van driver as I tried to parallel park a moving van on my own.
0: <laughs> That's he got a
1: real kick that. out of that. Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah, you know how 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 sort of generous of spirit the professional driving community are, whether they're taxi <laughs> drivers or delivery
0: people. They're very they're very eager to share the road, aren't they? Yes, i it's quite funny, isn't it? That they're like they are they're almost always coming across as as well portrayed as sort of mean spirited racists until it's time to give a free lift to an old man with medals on his chest on. Uh, uh, Poppy Day. Yeah. It's always that kind yeah. of headline that's positive about them. They're, them offering free journeys to someone in some kind of semi crisis.
1: Yeah, they load up Goodwill and then slowly spend it over the year and load up again.
0: <laughs> like camels. Yes, 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 yes. Goodwill camels the rest of the time spitting in everyone's face. Um, Goodwill Camel, of
1: course, a very strange sequel to Goodwill Hunting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it but was like the sequel to but the, a camel uh, who is
1: really good at maths, but uh <laughs> no one in the Sahara appreciates it. How do you like these camels?
0: <laughs> that was one of the lines you like camels? How do you like these camels? <laughs> That's funny yeah well it was it's the sequel uh it was by the same people who made that sequel to the Sex in the City movie where they go to a sort of vaguely middle eastern place and teach them the value of sass yeah they go to dubai and i think there's
1: um there's a, a great uplifting moment when all the the um sort of burqa clad local women um, take off their coverings to reveal they too have sort of gucci um handbags and fashiony uh tops and just to, and it just goes to show that underneath it all, we're all, we're all really the same. We're, no matter what religion or, or culture we adhere to, we're all sort of slave to a sort of um, a capitalistic obsession <laughs> with uh, looks and uh, uh, material attainment. It's,
0: and it's, uh... a very, it's a very touching moment, apparently. It's funny that you would need a whole film to illustrate to someone that people are materialistic in Dubai. (laughs) 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 I can't believe a a, a series of golden skyscrapers built by slaves in the desert (laughs) would be so similar (laughs) to our own lust for gold. (laughs) Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Sweaty, sweaty knees, sweaty knees, sweaty, sweaty knees, sweaty. Oh, yes, my knees are sweaty. Oh, running down the back of my cough, yes. Sweaty knees, they're a problem, when I sit on my chair by the window, and look at the kids leaving litter, I'm gonna go down there, give them a kicking, with my increasingly sweaty knees. Can you kick? With a knee or is it a kneeing which part of the knee is the knee? How much sweat will it take for me to lose my mind and dab my shins with a towel Yeah It's too warm Oh Festive mm. What would you say, Phil is uh Aside from North Korea is, like, the most cartoonishly evil place. Aside from North Korea?
1: Yeah. Oh. um, Ever heard of the UK, Pierre?
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Let me just think. Uh, Phil, I didn't know you were a columnist now. (laughs) Like, Like, in terms of, like, sort of
1: vaguely functioning countries...
0: Well, just anywhere, really. Not, I, for me, what brings to mind I mean, is, is the fact that... Iran you find or Saudi out, Arabia? It must be Saudi Arabia. Yeah, well, see, that's what I was thinking, because Saudi Arabia always... It always seems bad, but even before you look into it. And then when you look into it, it becomes weird, like the fact that they actually kill people who they legally refer to as wizards and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, imagine if you were the one country lucky enough to have wizards, and you only go and bloody kill them. Yeah, why would you do that? You've got wizards. Who needs nuclear warheads when you've got fucking Gandalf? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If you found Harry Potter and your first instinct is to chop off his head, (laughs) you see him doing magic and you think, well, we we can't be having this. (laughs) Other evil places... Just um, sort of, but specifically cartoonishly, because there's loads of places that have like low-level, boring, like administrative evil. But it's the idea of going, well, we've got to have a big sword for killing the wizards. You know, what the fuck are you talking about? It's so like, it seems like a slur. It seems like someone's made it up to discredit them. Right.
1: Gosh. I mean, there are many places I-, I want to say sort of on a recording that they might hear um, because (laughs) i might want to go there in the future for maybe personal or heritage reasons i'm not going to say which countries those might be
0: well the thing is listeners is the main thing is that once we come out of lockdown phil's going to do a tour of uh, pyongyang and uh yeah (laughs) And, uh, just every, every, basically every major city in Iran. So it's wise of him not to, uh... My professional model has always been to be the Dennis Rodman of comedy. <laughs> I would love it if, like, yeah, some crazy dictator got so into Bud Pod that they just demanded that you come <laughs> and talk to them about shit. And
1: Well, I mean, there's stories. I, I used to go to school in Brunei, and, and, which has a sultan, and, um... Apparently, I didn't know about that at the time, but there's an island, he has a resort island that has to be ready for him to visit at any time. They don't get any warning as to when he might get, go there. But if he decides on a whim to go, there has to be entertainment, um, a food, a harem ready and waiting. So oh, wow. you can get a gig where you're like a comedian or musician or whatever, and you just have to go and you're paid thousands and thousands of pounds just to be on the island and ready to go for like a month or two weeks or whatever. And there's every chance he will never turn up and you never actually perform. Oh, the dream. I guess, but I mean, there's the dream until he turns up and you're faced (laughs) with one of the tougher gigs of your career,
0: probably. Yeah, it would be strange if he turned out to be just like a really great crowd on his own. (laughs) Like really open to a bit of experimental comedy, you know, high concept stuff.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 brief is what like so. The Sultan he really likes of um, Andy Kaufman, and sort of adult <laughs> swim shorts. So if you could, yeah. uh, if you can re- replicate those in in the Grand Hall, and uh, those would be yeah, that'd, that'd be really appreciated. I think they'd go down well.
0: Yeah, the last resident comedian the Sultan wanted was 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 Limmy. It was Limmy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tim and Eric, they were given a a bonus harem. They went down so well.
0: (laughs) On the condition that they cast them in something weird. (laughs) 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 Uh, Oh my god. Yeah, that would be a terrifying gig.
1: I finally watched um, over the weekend uh, Normal People!
0: Oh, you Uh, finally got into Normal People.
1: Normal people! Which is, um... It's sort of, uh... How would you describe it? Irish achievement porn, and also Irish actual porn. Okay. You know, it's about uh two Irish kids who do very well at school, but then also get to fuck loads. Which is... But that's not the most unrealistic aspect. The most unrealistic aspect is that you can see behind them in various um, shots when they're at school and later on at the university that they uh-huh. definitely have one or two East Asian classmates who are somehow not top of the class. And
0: <laughs>
1: it was at those moments that I have to say I turned off a little from Sally
0: Rooney's epic. <laughs> Well, okay. Now here I have a question, Phil. Because what subjects were these classes?
1: Now, yes, I mean this is the crucial caveat in that they both excel at. Well, I mean, Connell, the more the sort of uh, the male uh, figure, he he excels at English, and I th- I think Marianne, she does well at history and like politics and PPE or something like this yeah um now you could argue the um asian kids would not be the top of those classes but they're in the class though aren't they and that's true. it's still it's still exams it's so still exams, i don't think it would
0: it, make that much difference that's true once they're once they've decided they want to do it slash their parents exactly. have made them yeah
1: yeah so like you might it's- have a case in the in the school scenes Like oh they're having to take these classes uh, without uh, against their choice, but there there are definitely a couple in their uh, university supervision groups, and you go okay, well they've they've decided to do the history of politics, so they're going to be the best. (laughs) And then no, it's still Marianne who gets uh, the grant. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) Maybe that's. I think Sally Rooney can now enjoy uh, a, a a strong position. Among our, our great um, fantasy writers, she's the talking of our time.
0: <laughs> what would you what, how, how quickly would you have written a letter of complaint if she had portrayed, for example, an, an, an all-female non-Asian white uh, engineering lecture?: <laughs> Yeah, I mean that, um, that would not have reflected my time at university, certainly. I remember meeting one of the few female engineering students, and it was like meeting someone who had been surviving the Hunger games this whole time
1: <laughs> well it's funny you bring it up because the head of our year at Cambridge was of engineering was a chinese girl
0: oh really yeah, yeah obviously um, would you um would you would you accept something there's something um, yeah, maybe that's just like the way the education system works in Ireland. Like this, they've they're, those kids are in there with a handicap.
1: Right. Yeah, I've had I, I've tweeted about this, and I've got some pretty funny re- replies from um, Irish people. Oh about, yeah, <laughs> who I think are maybe a little disillusioned with the Irish educational system, <laughs> right, and okay. think it it, it it is in such a state of despair that even the Asian kids are brought down. Which I thought that was pretty funny. I mean, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can neither agree nor disagree with these people as I come from a, a position of ignorance with
0: regards to the Irish educational system, but it's still, they're still funny responses. It's really, it's really hard to judge anything about Ireland, I find, because all the Irish people who move to London are like hyper liberal, extremely educated, and often very funny, like yes. working in comedy as well. So you just get the impression that Ireland is like this futuristic super society where the arts are sacred and everyone is having a lovely time
1: yeah it it sort of epitomises that category of country where people from the country criticise it to shit but if you're not from the country you are not allowed to to degrade it in any way you know what I mean yeah they're they're yeah, very protective yeah. about their unique right to to talk down their country. Yes, well, I especially mean, if like... they're talking to an English person, which historically speaking <laughs> is understandable.
0: Yeah, well, it's like um, it's like uh, people from the UK with the NHS. When the Americans were like, everyone who uses the NHS dies instantly, and everyone in America in the UK was like, how dare you say something mad like we've been saying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but uh but yeah like phil i think that's pretty much the pod really we've 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 managed to to cover a wide range of satirical territory it is it's been a real satire pod yeah uh,
1: yeah watch out john oliver here's a deep dive <laughs> that doesn't i'll give you a run for your money
0: yeah, you think you've cornered the market in powerlessly arch-highbrow satire? Well.
1: Oh, you we can do eight minutes on one topic. Well, have a look at
0: 54 minutes on loads. <laughs> yes, exactly. How about that? Yeah. And only people with degrees listen to us, too. <laughs> Luckily, that's not true. For us, at least. I mean, I think John Oliver's kind of hamstrung by his level of appeal, but I think we have gone a very wide cross section of noble and handsome listeners
1: i think uh john oliver has maybe now suffered from the loss of his unique position as an exasperated person i think yes exasperation is now such du a joueur. common feature of exactly of everyday life that it is, it, it it is it is no novelty to to watch a man exasperated at the news
0: anymore <laughs> yes it's it's if anything it's very very bland observational comedy <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right well thanks for listening everybody yeah
1: so no i guess no correspondence uh this week but um we'll seeing how we're, all, we're so on we're so on top of it that we had an episode to spare without
0: touching it i guess it's true it's true. We'll we'll get back to it next week. Let's let's do that cuz there's always so much and it's always so very very fine. Fine stuff, absolutely fine.
1: Um have everyone enjoy another week. Uh drive safely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um endanger your families to check your eyesight for no reason, please. Enjoy. Yep. Uh maybe I think at a gun range or something. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um, if you want to check if you've lost your sense of taste or smell, just pour boiling water into your mouth. And, and please
1: remember to petition BBC three for more accurate portrayals of East Asian students.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, Phil will be tweeting out a petition for that. And if you could just retweet it, um, that would be great. That would be very useful.
1: Yeah, I'll be using the website 38 Degrees, which is named after the number of degrees uh, the average Chinese parent expects from their firstborn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, thanks, everyone. Bye! Bye.
2: Selling a little or a lot?